Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 93 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier video game podcast. Despite the end of the year coming up and the Game Awards and all that, we actually have a shit ton of news. This and despite the missile that got dropped on us a couple weeks back. What missile was that? I don't know. That's from the Melbourne Warfare when they dropped the missile in Georgia. <laughs> Our headquarters survived. <laughs> Michael has an elf over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so news-wise, Halo Master Chief uh, Steam charts and sales updates after the, its launch on Steam. Valve delays in the Valley of the Gods. A PSN image update shows us stars. <laughs> Original Monkey Ball remasters are being teased. Xbox Scarlet Lightheart Edition still in the running. Good one, Cesar. Switch Online is bringing the classics. Microsoft Store leaks Bayonetta Vanquish remasters. PlayStation no longer about that portable life. Anime Geralt emerges from the depths. CD Projekt is undealing Gwent from consoles. A lot of uh, CD Projekt red news here. PlayStation Award winners from, I think that was overseas, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, Switch scores big over Black Friday weekend, and that's all the news. Yeah. (laughs) I combined the first and last one, and I was going to keep going with it. I'm stumbling through this, and I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Michael McLeod. It's me. And Cesar Concepcion II. Hey, what's up? Welcome, gentlemen. Yep. We're We're back for another episode. Back again. With a shit ton of news. Thank you for building the news, Cesar. I had not done so today, and I was busy watching a losing football team, Uh because Atlanta sports. And uh, I had text Michael. I knew he was at home. I was like, Michael, if you're just sitting around, I got people here, if you don't mind building the news. So I sent him a couple, like, things, key talking points, and... uh, Yeah, I opened it up, and it was done. I was like, "Eh, eh." all right, then. (laughs) Yeah. The news is already done, so Cesar, the news fairy, stepped up and yep. filled in filled mm-hmm. in lots of news here. Yeah, he's like, Thank you, sir. He's like who, who did it then? I was like, oh, it wasn't you or wasn't me, so. A strange contributor. It was, uh, yeah, it was a la Wednesday morning probably when I started after you Dang. posted up there. Yeah. It's here, man. It's good. Yeah, once I'm done, once I'm done Tuesday night putting the episode up, everything else is wide open. Put your games played in there, put your news in there, whatever you come up with mm-hmm. that you think of. Because mm-hmm. I will I have taken everything I need from that document by Typically, then. Typically, you know me, if I usually, not sure, I put a new news at the bottom. <laughs> Nude news. Um, let's move on to a, we're going to do our Game of the Year podcast recording next week to have it ready for the week after. Is that right? Is that math right? Yeah, because I won't be here the week after. Um, how how does the times work out? The dates we need to figure that out real quick. We are here Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, we'll fig- we'll yeah. do that in post processing. No, because next week is the third is the fourteenth. The week after that is the twenty first. So technically, there's okay. no holidays falling any on any of the coming Saturdays. So so is is the plan to not be here on the twenty first? The weekend before Christmas. It's up to you. I mean, I don't, I, I'm going to be mind. out of town. You're going to be out here. of town. Oh. I'm not going to be here either way. I don't mind. Two of us can do one. We'll just yeah. play it by ear. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. If anything, a... we could we could uh, record a, a mythical backup episode that we've been meaning to do forever. Yes, we have. Anyway. Sasa brought that up before. Yeah. What I was trying to do is segue into plans for next year. I got bored at work one day. I had plenty of to, to do. I guess this was during a lunch break. But uh, I typed up a Metroid 2020 list. Did you take a look at this, Michael? I, I yeah, okay. I good. sent it to Cesar on a whim. I was like, all right, let's play all the Metroid games next year. So, so <laughs> I stopped in the first one. I was like, damn. <laughs> so the list is by release. Can, so, I, can I play the first one in the Switch Online one? Where's the SP mode and it puts me right at the end of the game? I just got to do the final shot in Mother Brain. Hey, that's a valid way to play it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, that's a Nintendo sanctioned way to play it. So I think your argument is valid. That's my backup one if I get to January 30th and I'm beating it by then. Okay, I've only ever beat Metroid with Justin Bailey, so I'm right there too. 
You played all the way through it, Michael? Uh, I don't think I did, actually. OG Metroid. So what I have, and I'll run down this and then we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have a Metroid game for every month of the year except for December. I have question marks. January, and it's this is based off a chronological release. I also did a Metal Gear list based off of timeline in the story. So starting with uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Anyways, here's your Metroid list. January, Metroid on NES. February, Metroid 2, Return of Samus on the Game Boy. It wants to autocorrect Samus. March is Super Metroid. I'm make it Seamus. Seamus. I don't know what tries to correct it. Return of Seamus. Seamus is back. Uh, March is Super Metroid. April is Metroid Fusion. May is Metroid Prime. June is Metroid Zero Mission. July is Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Was that the subtitle? It was just called Echoes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it was. You got it. August is Metroid Prime Hunters on the Nintendo DS. Mm -hmm. September is Metroid Prime 3 Corruption on the Nintendo Wii. October is Metroid Other M, also on the Nintendo Wii. And November is Metroid Samus Returns on the Nintendo 3DS. So you can actually play a lot of these on your Switch Online service. You can play Metroid and Super Metroid. So that's Mm -hmm. not really a lot of these. And two of these are just remakes of other ones that are on the list. But they're different enough to where I did include them as they separate are. titles. They are. Agreed. Because I don't think these would take long. I miss Game Club. I know we didn't really stick with Game Club like we had initially wanted to. We all got distracted with other stuff. But I would kind of like to have a talking point. Even if we don't talk about it every week, I would like to just kind of have in our heads, all right, January, talk Metroid and play some Metroid here and there. I think that would be fun. Are you guys down? Yeah, whatever. I'm good until March. Yeah. <laughs> You're not I'm good until Super Metroid? I'm good until I'm not. So, or you're starting way. in Super Metroid. I no, I'm just like March is when everything falls off. That's right. Final Fantasy kind of VII remake. And that's fine, and, and that's gonna happen. But it, somebody will be talking about Persona it. Persona. Oh yeah, fucking Persona. There's so much coming out in March. Is there enough in that Persona thing to play the full one? To play the Royal Edition or whatever? No, that's. The I don't full, know that much about it. Well, it's a full game plus extra shit. That's the okay. one you yeah, probably yeah. should start with. It's like yeah. the Dragon Quest Ten on Switch, essentially. It's just. It's like the. It's the what we already experienced with more stuff. It's Eleven like on Switch. Yeah. Eleven, sorry, yeah. It's like Persona Four Golden. It's like, yeah, there you go. It's okay. like a director's Perfect. cut. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's what they always do, and then you never get the original one. But I think, I think if you're the type of person that enjoys that sort of game, you have no problem playing it twice. You'll jump back in. Yeah, so like Golfar, Golfar beat it in like Japanese with very limited Japanese knowledge. Oh, yeah, he planned right. them the American and Japanese <laughs> he one. Them he the Japanese them both. one. I mean, I went, I went almost all the way through Dragon Quest Eleven on 3DS with just straight all Japanese. All right, guys, what do we think about Metroid 2020? Or would you like me to read my Metal Gear 2020 list next week? <laughs> There's some gaps in my Metal Gear lore, and I, but I don't know if I want this hanging over my head. Metroid is pretty bite-sized. Like, none of these games are really going to destroy a month. What do we think? Listeners, let us know. Let yeah. us know if you want to participate in Metroid 2020. <laughs> that's a platform. If that's a platform you want to run on or not. Sam, I'll vote for that. Samus has my vote. Sam, well, Samus? We'll see. So, so I think it would be fun. We've been wanting to do more streaming and things like that. Even if, let's say, it wasn't all of us here together, if we would pick up, we can all log into the No Podcast channel. Or we can just stream a little bit of Metroid or something, you know, every once in a while. Metroid Monday. Every Monday night we do, somebody does a Metroid content. Uh-huh. Metroid Monday. And we make it through. Ah, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. You never know. Shit happens. Y'all ready to jump to news? Yep. I will start us off. There's a shit ton of news. Halo, the Master Chief Collection. (laughs) That's my ad. There is greatness in each of us. Welcome to the internet, everybody. That's Elijah, whatever. What'd I say? Elijah Jones? Elijah Wood? Bourbon? (laughs) 
<laughs> Frodo bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Elijah Craig, that's what it is. Halo the Master Chief Collection sold almost 2 million copies on Steam in its first two days. This comes from Dual Shockers, Alyssa James. According to the Steam Charts data, Halo the Master Chief Collection has surpassed the 1 million mark of digital copies sold, with the game reaching the milestone in two days of its release. Uh, that number also includes the pre-order sales, but despite, it's still a staggering amount. So where does the 2 million come from? Is it a later update? Mm -hmm. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Because I read 2 million, and then the story says 1 million. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is 1 million. That seems... Sold almost 2 million copies. Okay, so it's up there. It's probably at the 1.8 or something not, like that. It's not bad for a... I mean, how, how how old is that game at this point? Like, oh, yeah. People were craving that on PC. Yeah. I saw so many tweets and like Instagram messages and things like that. They were like, finally, I'm playing Halo with mouse and keyboard. Like A lot of people were asking for this. We've had access to it forever on Xbox, mm -hmm. but this is, this is an awesome thing. Then uh, the review I sent you in text. What did it say? I, I remember reading it. It was hilarious. What'd they say? Oh, that was the one where they get the negative review because they were crashing. Oh, man. Oh, the co-op co co error. That's what it was. Yeah. I was like, damn it, that, it was something that related to us, and I was in tears laughing about it. <laughs> Somebody left the negative review on Steam. They're like, I get close to the end of the game, and uh, then it says co-op error occurred. See if I can find So it. then I reboot and try again. It says co-op error occurred. It's a photo. It was if you a, can scroll through photos. It was a master class. Here we go, yeah, oh God, from uh, Psychus. Cesar reads Amazon reviews. We're pushing towards the Pillar of Autumn, Covenant Fire everywhere. Everything hinges on us delivering Cortana. My buddy and I are making that final push. Signature Halo music blaring <laughs> in our ears. <laughs> Thumping. A co-op error has occurred. It's okay, bro. It's probably just a bug. We'll try it again. It repeated the start of the mission. Get to that point again. A co-op error has occurred. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. You know what our co-op error was, right? With the grenade. Fuck the grenade. <laughs> it was me. I was our co-op error. It was the grenade. The one co-op co air grenade. The one that never beat Halo One. You have beat Halo One, sir. You watched I the credits. Blew, I blew up before I got in the ship. <laughs> you saw the credits. It's you left my matters. dead body there. I'm still there. Speaking of stuff on Twitter, I I should write down like what we reference and all that. But somebody somebody's partner died in a cutscene on Reach. Like they died on the way to a ship or something, and their body was floating in space. <laughs> Cutscene. Like, yes. That is some shit that would happen to us. I was like, that's so fucking shit. great. You just see this random, like, it's a Spartan. I don't know who it is. He's just like, he's belly up outside of the ship. They, they just kept rendering it straight through the cutscene. I was like, man, that's great. So that's our sure I'm excited about uh, the Valley of the Gods, the next game from the Firewatch team. Oh, God, I'm super excited about it. So this is from um, Twinfinite, Sterling Silver. Silver Sterling? <laughs> but it says by Sterling Silver. Yeah, that's his name. That's got to be a pen name. The jewelry guy. All right, let's go. Cesar's taking. I mean, uh, Richard's taking a leak over there. And this is a coffee refill. And the recent article from Polygon has been announced that the team behind the hit game Firewatch called Campo Santo has put their upcoming game in the Valley of the Gods on hold, as members of Campo uh, Campo Studio has uh, apparently been working on the newly announced uh, Half Life Alex, as the studio was bought by Valve back in 2018. Valve is known for making massively popular games like Dota, Team Fortress, Half-Life, Left 4 Dead, and running the Steam Store. None of those are existence except <laughs> for the Steam Store. Um, he said ruining the Steam Store. He said ruining the Steam Store. I like that much better. All right, ruining Cesar's Steam doing Store. it on the fly. Yep. Fans of the Firewatch developers were worried when the news broke that they were bought by Valve since over the past few years it became a meme that Valve is a developer that doesn't really make games anymore. There has been obviously changed due to Half-Life Alex being announced. The most recent announcements of Camp Santo developers working on their new VR game. 
Uh, Camp Santo co-founder Jake Roden has confirmed the studio has in fact put their game in the Valley of, the God, in Valley of Gods on hold. A future release date has not been determined, but he reassured everyone that when there was enough time to return and work on the title, that there would be an update. Jake Rockenden's full statement to the Polygon is here. To fans looking forward to the Valley of the God, Valley of Gods, it's probably clear that the optimistic 2019 at the announcement trailer is going to be inaccurate in the end. <laughs> Valve time Unless makes... it comes out in the next three days. Three weeks, I mean. Yeah. In the end, Valve time makes fools of us all. But yes, developers from the former Campo Santo team have joined other projects at Valve, including Half-Life Alex. As you can imagine, our experiences in the first-person adventure genre is pretty relevant. You hear a lot about how in Valve you can work on what you want. It turns out that's true, and there's a lot of work available. As we integrated ourselves into Valve, it became clear that there was a lot of valuable work to be done in Half-Life Alex. Some of us started lending a hand and has since become full-time on the project as it approaches mm-hmm. launch. <clears throat> Similarly, some ex-Camptos are working on Dota Underlords. Some are on Steam and so on. So to answer your question, as of today, in the Valley of the Gods, development is on hold. But it certainly feels like a project people can and may return to and what... And when that happens, we'll find an exciting way to let fans know. Um, and they just go on to, to announce that, uh, I mean, to reiterate that Half-Life Alex will release March of 2020. Uh, and basically until then, you can play Firewatch on PC, Xbox, Switch, and PS4 if you wanted to play something from that narrative drawing. I think you guys were all a big fan of Firewatch. I know Russell was at the time. Firewatch, good stuff. Yeah, this one looked really good. This was that you Egyptian it? style. I have not played Firewatch. Uh-huh. I've downloaded Firewatch. I've not played it. Uh, you could finish it in like oh, a sitting. It's very short. Michael time or real time? Real, my time is real time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Michael time is totally different. Yeah. yeah. It's like a three hour game. It's like 12 hours. I'm sitting there looking. I'm trying to hours. confirm it on YouTube. People are playing 15 hours. I'm like, saying three hours. It's not a long it's not a long game. I've heard that. I've, it has heard, a, I've heard it's one sitting. It has a weak ending, though. That's not like the problem with it. Really? Like, it's it's more about the journey than, than the destination. So knowing that, uh, I mean, we were all excited for Valley of the Gods. It looked great when they showed it off. I think that was a Game Awards announcement. Game Awards or E3? It was a Game Awards. Yeah. Yeah, I remember saying, yeah, it looked really, it had that, like, uh, 20s Egyptian it was. Uh, sort of, it actually reminded me, not so much gameplay-wise, but the same sort of era of uh, what Strange Brigade's doing, you know? Okay. So... I got a Mummy 2 vibes, the one where they were trying to get that diamond off the top of the pyramid and all. Remember the Mummy Returns? It wasn't the Mummy 2, the Mummy Returns. The one with the kid that wasn't so great. The Scorpion King. He was in the end of it. Yeah. The the Rock. The Rock. The CGI I can't call him this. Yeah, that was weird looking, wasn't it? The Diamond and the Rock. The the terrible, terrible CGI. Yeah. That that has not aged well. I don't remember that looking that great. Yeah, that was in the late 90s. Most CGI. I think the first one was 99. I think this was a 2000 or 2001. Anyways, does this bode well? Obviously, this is not good for Valley of Gods. People are looking forward to that. But this does bode well for Half-Life Alex, correct? This sort of narrative first-person adventure from the people who brought you Firewatch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they have talented people on that team. And they're going to work where they want to work. and Yeah. I, I didn't expect them to go there and just make their own thing. They're probably helping out everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. That quote was funny about them saying Valve has said that you can work on anything, and I've heard that. It's just like a creative workspace, mm-hmm. which is why they don't publish anything. There's all kind of stuff going on in the background. Uh, next up, Michael, Resident Evil 3. Mm-hmm. So earlier this week you had uh, the Resident Evil 3 remake, uh, key art and, um, and cover, leaked on the PlayStation Store, so... This is kind of a long rumored thing where, you know, after Resident Evil Two remake, everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna do 3. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, uh, you had the uh, you had the cover 
asset showing Jill, Carlos, Olivier, and Nemesis. So there's two different ones. Um, Carlos looks much different, but of course, you know, he didn't really. He has like fuzzy hair now, which is weird. I don't know any of these characters, so you all have to speak to this. Uh, it's been a while since I played Resident Evil 3. In mm -hmm. fact, I think the last time I played it at all was on GameCube when it came out. And I didn't beat it then. The last time I beat it was on like PlayStation 1. So, Cesar, what's your thoughts on the, the Resident Evil Trace? I beat it on PS1 and Dreamcast. That was it. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before. With yeah, this, this rumor is coming a couple out. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and I think Carlos was... This, this was the only game you can play as him... And control as him. Maybe on uh, the dead end games, maybe it might be different with the light gun shooters. I don't know if he's any of those, but I don't remember Carlos being in any of the Resident Evil games. I don't think he is. This is like the only one he's in. Carlos Oliveira. This this to me I remember being not I mean, I'm sure it's it's people love it, but I, I didn't like this one as much as I liked uh two and Code Veronica and four and I, pretty much any of the other ones around there. See, I um, thought for some reason, until this 2 remake and the rumors of the 2 remake, like, I thought 2 was kind of frowned upon. Like, it wasn't this great thing. Like, nah, people adored sure the is, first one. I think 2 is universally popular. Yeah, 2 had a pretty good story. Did, Three, that, did yeah. that turn around in the past years? Because I remember being in retail, people were like, Resident Evil 1 is the one you want. 2 is, well, two is not Remember, that initially, Resident Evil 3, I don't know if this is what you were alluding to, was not. It was supposed to be like a side story, and Code Veronica was supposed to be the real 3. Okay. Uh, so... Which which does make a little more sense because Code Veronica does kind of deviate a little a little bit farther than this does, and this seems very similar. Was this just more of the same at the time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it you. The story took more of a backseat in this one. This one's more of an extension of the gameplay Resident Evil Two. There you okay. go. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna find out soon, most likely. Because a lot of it was a uh, more of a adrenaline pieces where you're constantly running away from the nemesis. And so okay. there's a lot of areas where you couldn't defeat them, and you have to like just get away, just gone. Yeah, yep. Which was part of the gameplay of Resident Evil Two Remake, right? With that yes. character, Did they, they keep mods and Kratos and stuff yeah. into. Yeah, what was X. his name again? Mr. X. I think Mr. X. I was calling called him Mr. T for some reason. That's not it. Uh, the article came from Push Square and Sammy Barker. He notes that Resident Evil 3 Remake is the gaming industry's worst kept secret. I think so at this point. Yeah. With all the art coming out. I mean, you think. Uh, I mean, this is definitely got to come out for current gen, you want to say, right? Yeah, oh, That's yeah. what we're going with. For sure. Um, yeah. I think it's supposed to be State of Play is where it's going to be announced at, right? It's yeah. for uh, Zueg. Cause oh, what's his name? It had sent, it said on Twitter. Zueg EX, the, yeah. the uh, Dynasty Warriors he did that Lubu. Quotation marks, koi thing. Like, I don't think this was a video games uh, world's announcement, but I wonder if it would be announced on something else soon uh, in the well, State of Play. I think we were thinking like Game Awards, but I think Keeley said nothing. They were announced it was leaked, right? Keeley got ahead and said that nothing was leaked. Well, I mean, he could say that for anything. I mean, he could, but why would he intentionally say that and be lying about it? So? Uh, I was reading about uh, uh, David Jaffe for some reason, but he kept denying that Twisted Metal remake like over and over and over, despite all this stuff coming out. And then came out on E3 and was like, hey, Twisted Metal's coming. <laughs> Uh, another point that somebody made in the comments, I thought this was pretty good. This is uh, MS7000 in the comments on this thread. They said, well, I should probably try to get into Resident Evil now. All the major games are on one platform. That's true. That will be a very cool point. That's you can true. play all the main Resident Evil games you can. on can PS4. Can you get uh, Code Veronica on PS4? It's through the classics, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a PS2 and PS4 game. Nice, mm -hmm. nice, nice, nice. All right, yeah, so yeah, you can get everything. So it's not a remake, but it is on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's on PS2, and then there's the, the, the arcade version you can get. The XBLA version on um, Xbox is backwards compatible, too, mm -hmm. so yeah. Speaking of games being remastered and re-released, 
According to Destructoid, Sega says Banana Blitz HD can open the door for more Super Monkey Ball. Um, apparently, the success of Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD has greenlit, maybe. There was internal interest before, but they struggled to gather the right team of people. That, um, you want me to summarize that a little bit more? That Crunchy article is weird. So, yes, I see it's all over the place. So essentially, they have a conversation with him, and he's a, he's a producer, and he, um, he works... He works on the Yakuza series and mm -hmm. Judgment. He touched on that a little bit, and they all came from the Super Monkey Ball era. And I think there was a question on there from Crunchyroll when they did an interview with them was uh, why that particular one and not any of the other ones. And he says he knew the first two games were more fanfare, and they would like to do that one. But the, the one that they chose, the Banana Blitz, was the most current one. And the cheapest one to port over. Okay. He said for him to do the do the first two, which he knows there's a lot for the first two, and or even, God forbid, do a new one. He said it has to be the sales on the Banana Blitz. So he said if it sells well, he'll do the they'll be able to do the first two remasters. He said based off what Sega said, this was just kind of like um, a test of the water. Test on the market. I and think Banana Blitz is doing okay. I was there day one. I, I did support that. I did as well. Yeah. So did um, you get a Black Friday when it dropped down pretty no. cheap? I, I didn't really like that game that much, but I, I have noticed, though, that it has been selling out, so that's, that's good. promising. More Monkey Ball, hopefully. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's basically another article, like I always say about Weird Wally. He says, if you want more of the remasters, and then he said the reason why they did the first two is because this, this one required less work. So yeah. more, it was more modern. That's the only reason why. He understands why people would hold more uh, reverence for the first two. And, oh, yeah. But he said, it is what it <laughs> is. And Sega's like, here's X amount of dollars. You want to bring Monkey Ball back? You got to do it within this budget, and that's why. It's pretty much what the article's about. So he said, if it sells well, he says we can get the remasters of the first two or a new one. He said that's all based off on sales. I'd be pretty happy with a Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, the one that came out on PS2 and Xbox. Came out with both. It was pretty much one and two together with all the uh, yeah. all the mini games plus a few extras. Jumping straight to the comments, uh, Rocket Knight also agrees with you two guys. He says, "Put out the good ones, you fucks." That's <laughs> <laughs> his comment. <laughs> Uh, if that is the case, you picked the wrong Monkey Ball game, and just make sure we will never see the most wanted Monkey Ball remake, says the Beast Gamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless Destructoid. They're, they're rocking those comments. <laughs> Somebody says, I'll bite. Why do people hate the Switch port so much? Uh, the next person, the Beast Gamer again says, because the two GameCube games are better, and we wanted those games remaked, not Banana Blitz. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I will get this eventually. It's just, and he misspelled because. It's going to have to be cheap, cheap, cheap. And he also said remaked. Remaked. Yeah, remake. remake. Let's remake it. All right, Cesar, you kind of took that one. You want me to take this one? Sure. Jason Schreier is back in the news. He finds a way. I love his reporting. Whatever happened to Kotaku? Did we talk about what was going on with Kotaku over there? That all shit seemed to settle down, right? Yeah, well, essentially, um, Deadspin was going through where they were trying to get them to be less political and report more just on mm -hmm. sports. Mm -hmm. And that was against what how the way Deadspin... It's what conceived for and, and everything, yeah. And, and pitched to their audience. Yep. And um, they are, uh, was a GMG union base. Mm -hmm. So uh, at one point, they, uh, I guess, were given an ultimatum, and a lot of the people were just resigned. And Death Space is still dead. I mean, there's nobody in there doing any um, current articles on sports teams or anything. Unless, I guess they're just going to let it fade into the ether. Dead Spin is no moss? I haven't seen anything relevant on there um, whatsoever in the last month. But... Freelancers putting I, stuff up. I guess they. Uh, what happened at Kotaku was a lot of them are part of that same uh, union and they supported them. And you, you don't know what kind of, you know, environment that or backlash you'll get from that, or if you have to, you know, join your 
your uh, your friends and do a walkout. So you know, just all depends. I'm not sure what the rules they got in the union over there. So gotcha. But so Jason Schreier is back and he is talking about the the weaker uh, next gen Xbox uh, console that we had we had talked about list. it. Yeah, we talked about it. And then someone had said there's only going to be one skew or, you know, two skews. One's not going to be weaker and that kind of thing. But uh, Jason Schreier is reporting. Uh, I'll just read this first part of it. In June, Microsoft announced Project Scarlet, a new iteration of the Xbox. The company said it would set a new bar for console power, speed, and performance. What Microsoft didn't say is that it's also working on a lower-cost disk version of Scarlet, codenamed Lockhart. This is an old article. Nope, Wednesday. This is an update. Uh, if those names sound familiar, that's because they've been floating around for a while. The earliest rumors about Microsoft's next-gen roadmap came into 2018, suggested Project Scarlet would consist of two Xbox models, the high-performance Anaconda and the lower-end Lockhart. In June, however, Microsoft announced that Scarlet was a single high-end console, which led to speculation and then press reports that Lockhart had been canceled. But Kotaku has learned Lockhart is, in fact, still in the works as a cheaper digital-only alternative to Scarlet, as the original rumors suggested. What we don't know is how the pricing will shake out. Um, when speaking to Kotaku, one game developer briefed on Lockhart, anal analogized, anal analogized, I'm stumbling with that one, analo analogized, there we go, they said it's the same thing, or it's close to the PlayStation 4 Pro in terms of raw graphical power, although there are other key differences that might make up for that. Lockhart is said to have a solid state drive, like both Anaconda and the PS5. Devs briefed on Lockhart also say it has a faster CPU than any current video game console, which could allow for higher frame rates, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I thought there was another key piece in here. Mm, both companies, this is talking about Sony and Microsoft, both companies, meanwhile, had been terrified of Google's entry into the video game space after rumors started circulating in early 2018 that the tech conglomerate was doing something big. Over the past couple years, a number of developers have remarked to me that staff at both PlayStation and Xbox would talk frequently and reactively about Google's plans emphasizing each company's own response to streaming as a result. After the tepid launch of Stadia last month, however, the threat of Google appears to have been overstated. The next-gen consoles will remain a battle between Sony and Microsoft. It will be one of the gaming's biggest stories in 2020. So there will potentially be a smaller, more affordable, maybe less le lease powered, mm -hmm. lesser powered. And the one everyone's going to buy and be disappointed in. Gotcha. That's the services provider one. <laughs> Who was it was saying, uh, you saw, was it you seeing all the orders for the sad edition and then yeah. all the games tagged onto it? Like, wait till you find out. It's yeah. not going to work. People oh. people see a dollar amount and they don't care about anything I else. wonder how many of those They're are like, oh, that's an, mm -hmm. oh, that's an Xbox. That's an Xbox. This is what he wanted. It's just $50 cheaper than the mm -hmm. other one. Yeah, why should I spend the money? Like, right. It is, it is obnoxiously difficult to, to explain to somebody how much better an X looks or a Pro looks in some cases. Which a pro, I think the the gap's a little more narrow, mm -hmm. but even still, then it's just like, look, you have this, you spent all this money on this TV, like, like why are you yeah. shortchanging, you know, a hundred dollars here? Right, if you match that yeah. performance. Um, did everyone speaking of Xbox and Game Pass and all that? Did everyone do the Game Pass thing this morning? Were you able to sign up, Cesar? Did you do it? Yeah, I, I was on the treadmill and I got a notification for Reddit at like three in the morning. Damn. And then I did it. Then you yeah. were super early on. Yeah. I just there's certain notifications again Reddit threads and that that was one of them that prompted me when I was on the treadmill this I morning. Bet. I think we all converted. We yep. Game Pass Ultimate for five cents a day, which is like eighteen dollars and twenty five cents a year. How long? How long is that going to last? Until they change it to fifty cents a day, which I think is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it's fifteen dollars sure a month. Yep. Yeah. So 
Are they going to change it on us? I mean, we're all good on Game Pass. I think yours is further uh, out than mine. I think you're good till August 2021. Uh, well, and I have codes, too, to put in. Uh, Did they stack? I didn't think they stacked. Uh, they stack up to 36 months. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I have um, about a year and a half uh, worth of stuff at DreamHack uh, my buddy bought me, uh, brought me. We didn't do DreamHack this yeah. year. It came and went. Mm. Yeah, he went and he, he just brought me a bunch of codes. He's like, here. I'm, I don't. They he's, had a big presence when we He's borrowing year. my Xbox right now. He's like, I don't need it. <laughs> Cool. Well, one of my Xboxes. Cool. Share it around. Yeah. Uh, Cesar, my Switch is sure getting short on some retro games. Wish I could play something on it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I got fixed for that. Go ahead, sir. What can I play? So Nintendo of the Americas has announced that, that six more uh, classic games will be arriving on the Nintendo Switch online service next week. Uh, the four SNES games, and this is from Twinfinite, uh, Rebecca Stone. Uh, for the online libraries, as follows: Star Fox 2, Super Punch Out, Double Exclamation Point, Kirby Superstar, <laughs> Breath of Fire 2. Star Fox 2 is the only game out of these that did not debut on the original SNES. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was first released on the SNES Classic Edition. That's an interesting note. In addition, the NES online library will be receiving two more games: Journey to Silas and Crystalis. I know you like Crystalis. Oh, gotta beat the fuck out of that in Game Boy Color. Will you give this a go on the NES online? I tried doing it on that SNK collection. It was rough. Um, <laughs> I prefer that uh, GBC uh, remake. Um, this announcement comes three months after SNES games were originally added to the online servers back in September. Nintendo had clarified that they would no longer be adding classic games to the catalog on a regular monthly schedule, although new games would continue to be added in the future. There is no indication that the, when the next batch will be after this, these six classic SNES and NES games will be made available exclusively to the Nintendo Switch online subscribers on December 12th. Uh, didn't go over what Japan was getting, which was what Famicom Wars, Famicom Wars, and some kind of route something. I did not see what they were adding. They had, they got different games. Cool. I was hoping. Hey, these are all good games. Here. Breath of Fire Two. How has that aged? Still good. I still think uh, I prefer the GBA ports because uh, you got a retranslation. But mm. new script. Because I think was this the one that Capcom first published, or is it still? Published by Squaresoft. Couldn't remember. I think the cartridge has Capcom on it, if I'm thinking The right. first one was Squaresoft that published it, I think it, right? so. Yeah. I think so. Very cool that Star Fox 2 is coming off the Super Nintendo Classic. You know, it was great to have it on there. We mm-hmm. all have those consoles. Yeah, the Super Nintendo Classics are pretty much impossible to get now. They are. And it's good to have that available on something else mm-hmm. to play. Agreed. Even though the ROM's been dumped and everything. Speaking of ROMs being dumped, um, we didn't bring this up in news a couple weeks ago, but did y'all see the Super Mario Land... Hack for Super Famicom and Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody it makes like, it look like the 3DS game. Oh my gosh. It looks damn good, it right? It looks amazing. It's the whole game. That was my That was my second Game Boy game I ever had. That shit looks great. I wanna I wanna get it and try it out. So I looked on Etsy for one and I couldn't find one. There's one on E or there there is one on Etsy, but it's way more than I had expected to yeah, find. Yeah, if I can I just like, find oh. a download for it. <laughs> so and then and then if I like it, I'll buy it somewhere. somewhere I've been somewhere. wanting to get a Super Nintendo flash card for a while. Maybe I could offset the cost with that, and then just put that ROM on there and there try it go. out that yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, listeners, definitely go check that out. I think it's called New Super Mario Land. I think that's what it's called as well. Yeah, and it pretty much just looks like uh, New Super Mario uh, World. I guess it is on 3DS or not to, not 3DS uh, DS. It's New Super Mario Brothers. New Super Mario Brothers style. On, yeah on. That but was on the original DS. But, but it's, it's Super Mario Land from Game Boy mm-hmm. and all those enemies and everything. Yeah. And somebody has rendered all that stuff to play on Super yeah. Nintendo natively with four players. There's four players in there too. Well, I, I don't Crazy. know. Crazy. I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was like 
Well, I'm pretty sure it's not actual 3D models. It's doing what like Donkey Kong Country did, where they just you know yeah, but somebody fucking ROM hacked use that the thing frames. together. Yeah, it's it's well done. Well, it's not even a ROM hack. They designed those sprites and all that. Like they made enemies because mm-hmm. those enemies remember the Sphinx from Super Mario Land. Like that that wasn't in any of the Super Nintendo games. They yeah. couldn't like bring that over. Yeah, they did it. They did a fantastic job. So good on them. That was pretty cool. I'd like to get. I'd like to be able to play that. And that's one we could stream and beat in literally one sitting. Uh, Michael, Richard, Richard Time. Yes, Richard Time. Literally, Richard Time. <laughs> Michael, tell us about Platinum Games remasters. So the link I've been looking at this link, and it doesn't mention anything about Bayonetta, but we'll just tack that on at the end. Uh, yes, it's been confirmed <laughs> after that. Yeah. So uh, Microsoft published listing for currently unavailable remaster of classes, this classic game uh, by Platinum, Vanquish, which is one of my favorite games. I love this game. Um, uh, this is from uh, what's this? To Infinite. So. Uh, listing spotted by Twitter user Walking Cat. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> reset era. Yeah. Uh, also includes uh, a description of what we can expect. On top of that, we can also learn that it's going to support 4K at 60 frames on Xbox One X. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, but I, I can read the description if you want. But uh, more or less, it's just a super. I think everyone knows what makes. Yeah, super fast-paced mm-hmm. uh, third-person cover shooter. Uh, I love the game. I think it's fantastic. And there's also talking about Bayonetta in the same way. These are on PC currently, which would make sense why they would you know want to do these two on console. Just don't expect Bayonetta two or three on anything else. That's not Nintendo related. Yeah. So you, are these exact games on PC? These yeah. 4K 60 frame per second ones? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are on PC, and you can play Vanquish and Bayonetta backwards capable on Xbox. And on the X, I think Bayonetta actually does run at 60 frames, but it I think it caps at 1080p. Okay. So this will be a full upscale. Yeah. I wonder if they'll take our digital licenses and just upgrade those. Probably not. This will be a whole new committed Which I'm, I'm down to buy Vanquish again. Uh, Bayonetta 1, I can just play, you know, I can just play my copy. That's fine. On Wii U? Or on Wii U or Switch or, or Xbox One, so. All right. Look forward to more Vanquish and Bayonetta. Uh, someone might have to take this one. Nope. My page loaded. Um, PlayStation, this comes from Dual Shockers. PlayStation's Jim Ryan says Vita is a business that we're no longer in. Apparently, Vita. <laughs> Logan Moore notes apparently Vita doesn't mean life after all. Mm. Uh, in a new conversation with Game Informer, it seems as though Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan, noted lover of old school Gran Turismo <laughs> games, uh, confirmed that PlayStation is done with handheld gaming. Ryan's statement isn't a shocking one. Uh, his statement exactly was, PlayStation Vita was brilliant in many ways, and the actual gaming experience was great, but clearly it's a business that we're no longer in now. Nobody ever mentions the PSP and stuff. Like, The Verge did this whole breakdown, because the PlayStation 1 just turned 25, uh, mm-hmm. based on the Japanese release date. I think it was December 3rd, 94. So The Verge did this rundown of PlayStation hardware and all this stuff, and they never included PSP and Vita, and PSP sold a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think on that, well, it didn't, well, we'll talk about the awards, I guess, but I, I think Monster Hunter was in there, and I know... That PSP one? I know that Portable 2, or Portable 2, Freedom Unite, essentially what we got, was uh, was like the biggest thing on PSP for the longest time, yeah. so... 
That was uh, that sold a shit ton of them. That's I why Nintendo much, wanted it for 3DS for I'm so pretty long. Pretty much sure that's what brought the the PSP back to life over there. As, as it was, so. um, Ryan's statement is a shocking one by any means, especially considering Sony in production of the device earlier this year. I thought that had been earlier than then. I thought it was last year. Yeah. yeah. To date, the Vita has only sold 15 to 16 million units, a far cry from the PSP, which sold over 80 million units worldwide. Yeah. Thank you, Monster Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> sold a shit ton, and they did like. Didn't the PSP have um, Street Pass type capabilities for certain things? Like, couldn't you trade maps and stuff like that by um, passing by? I know the I know the Vita did. I'm not sure about the PSP. And you know, um, the PSP was big about yeah, hacking the too. Near, the near thing yeah. on Vita. Yeah, that's what that yeah. Metal Gear. It couldn't uh, Peace Walker? Didn't you like pass people to trade troops Probably, and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. I mean, we're a different use case because we all like to hook up old school stuff and play it and yeah. just do whatever. But the PSP and Vita are still viable consoles. Like, there's still great games on there, yeah. good libraries. I can't say the last time I played my PSP, but I have played my Vita, you know. I'd say within the last six PSP months. PSP stays in my bag. I'm always down to fire up, like, Virtua Tennis or Hot Shots on the go. Those are, like, perfect portable games, in my mm -hmm. opinion. I just, my battery just doesn't maintain a charge. Would so you guys, your battery on the PSP? Yeah. Get a new one, swap it out. I think you were shopping for one. No, I mean, it doesn't maintain a charge in, like, the fact that, like, if I were to throw it in my bag or whatever, I may not touch it for two months. And then if I decided I to, you. it would definitely be dead. I got you. I carry my charger, so that, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, what would you guys want from a theoretical next PlayStation handheld device? Have we talked about this? I think we have. Uh... But I'm yeah I don't I don't really know I don't know that I need a dedicated I don't, one I, yeah is that, uh, exactly where we're getting to a point where we can stream yeah. our games on our phones do we need uh, do we need that's a, yeah that's all I need is I just need five G capable phone there yeah, you so go. I can just stream stuff and not worry about speed so there you go seems like right after that first wave of Vita software when we had like Killzone and Tearaway and Uncharted we had that first rush of Sony good Sony stuff it seems like their marketing turned it into a remote play machine like hey this thing's good for playing PS4 games on the go. But now that is also your PC. That is now also your iPad. That is your phone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that you need that device necessarily. Yeah. I think it's a space that doesn't it, it doesn't have room to be in really. So it it I think they're smart for not wanting to shoehorn themselves in. Yeah, it's a great legacy though, and it's I wish they would acknowledge it a little bit more. Maybe we'll get some uh, some throwbacks. I mean, if it's so possibly well, if it's so well, be a different story. I mean, on top of that, you divide your development teams. True. Yep. Between multiple consoles, when you hey. do it that way. We've seen how Nintendo benefited from having everybody under one roof, mm -hmm. developing for one system instead of the handheld in the console. Before I forget, in Japan, they're getting Famco Famkai Wars, Route 16, Hoshi no Kirby, Super Deluxe, and Star Fox 2. So, Kirby, um, Superstar, mm -hmm. Star Fox 2, mm -hmm. a Fire Emblem game. Nope. Fam Famcom, Famcom Wars. Wars. Which is Advance Wars. Mm -hmm. And then Route 16. What is Route 16? It's a Famcom, Famcom game. Mm. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Let's go. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, write in and find out what uh, send your corrections on Route 16. Oh, we're watching a video on Route 16, apparently. This does not make for good audio. We'll describe it. Uh, There's Star Fox 2. We all know and love this. I need Neko Mario time. Has everyone tried Star Fox 2 on the Super Nintendo Classic? Pretty good game. It's only a minute. I was like, if this was three minutes, I'd be like, no. Yep, pass. We could probably make a minute worth. Can you jump ahead of the Star Fox? I mean, we were, we just need the fan stuff, right? That soundtrack is so good, it though. Sure I love Kirby Superstar. Mm -hmm. I remember that game. The Samurai one. The Samurai, mm-hmm. And this is the Famicom one. It's 
Famicom Wars. Alright, so this is Advanced Wars, but on 8-bit NES. Damn, that looks good. Look at the colors. Mm -hmm. uh, just a reminder, if you have NES online, you also can download the uh, Famicom and Super Famicom games from the Japanese eShop. This looks pretty text-heavy, though, right? Oh, shit. Someone got fucked <laughs> up. Route 16. Here we go. Sunsoft. Classic NES soundtrack. What is it, a maze game? Square is the game. It's like Pac-Man. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Oh my happening. god, they're zooming in and out of the screen. What's happening in the game? It was almost like Zelda, but instead of loading the screen as you moved over, you yeah, moved you just... in and out of that. That was weird. You're, run, like you're running the mazes. Pixel yeah. scaling. Like maze Runner. Before the Maze Runner movies. Um, <laughs> there you go. Free skins. Did I pull up the right story? Oh, for uh, Damon X Machina? Yeah. Did yeah, I pull so... up the right thing? Yeah, I'll take this one because I actually downloaded them. Go ahead, sir. Uh, so yeah, uh, Freed Skins coming to Damon X Machina adds Geralt and Siri from The Witcher Three, which seems so out of left field. It's very to me. cool. It's fine, but it seems very odd. So mm -hmm. uh, Marvel's and Nintendo give owners of Damon X Machina many reasons to keep returning to the game week after week. Uh, they have added actually a bunch of content to that game. They're too. really supporting that game, yeah. aren't they? I think they probably just had a bunch of stuff built already because I, I know that game probably didn't do. Gangbusters for them, but it's been on sale a lot. Yeah, but um, it's just for that uh, Armor Core crowd. That's all. It but is. yeah, it's it's weird. It's like because initially when I saw this, I couldn't quite tell if it was uh, if it's just your pilot or can you make your whole mech Geralt. But no, it's just your pilot. So okay, and it's actually not making him Geralt. It's just you have his hairstyle and his like his beard. You you have like all the it's all the time. stuff to. <laughs> Make your guy look like Geralt. It's anime so. Witcher time. There it is. That's what I was thinking. Cell <laughs> shaded Witcher time. Yep. Uh, and you get an emblem, I think, for your your mech you can put. Oh, uh, slow motion <laughs> in that tennis game. Damon X Machina, Witcher, Witcher time. time. Holy shit! I'm waiting for CD Projekt just to make a it's Witcher time game. There you go. <laughs> and it's tennis. <laughs> And it's you. You're the other playable character. Look, Wait, I'm in the game. I'm in the game. <laughs> that's what fucking made that life like. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but that's where we're at. Download that. It's free. Along with a couple other free things and some paid things that you probably may or may not want. So Those are actually really good looking renditions of Siri. And... No, they look pretty solid. Mm -hmm. uh, like I say, I, I got my guy all decked out with the Geralt stuff. So Cool. I, Have you I, played I, any more of that? Yeah. Any? Yeah, yeah. I, I picked it up uh, on Black Friday. It was 30 bucks. so... Uh, I've actually played a little bit more of it this week. Not not enough to put in my games played, but yeah. I might should have jumped, but Black Friday purchases just now stopped coming in. I will so. say the, the, the game is very samey all the time. Mm -hmm. So like, me picking up and playing it, that's another reason I put it in there. I already talked about it and it hasn't really yeah. changed. So. Yeah. So I've done that with a couple games recently. Yeah, it's like the same thing over and over again, which is, if that's what you want, then that's fine. Mission-based. That makes it good for a portable like that, though. Alright, so it's Witcher time on Switch, but it is no longer Witcher Gwent time on PS4 and Xbox One. Well done. You like that? Yeah. According to... It's almost as good as that, uh, the name of the article right there at the top. Deck depleted. Deck depleted. <laughs> According to Destructoid, Gwent is one of the better free-to-play card games in an ever-growing sea of them. Uh, good things never last. This coming Monday, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions of Gwent will cease receiving updates. 
Additionally, real-life money will no longer be accepted in-game. These versions will remain operational in a closed environment with their respective consoles until servers are officially shut down on June 9th, 2020. In which case, you can transfer your data to a GOG account, which is a good thing, so you do not lose all of your content. It shouldn't take a supercomputer to run the Gwent PC client, I'm guessing? Mm -mm. No. Okay. CD Projekt Red explained the discontinuation, saying it can't support a growing number of different versions of Gwent while improving feature parity between them. With the release of Gwent on iOS a few months ago and an Android version coming soon, as well as the 8th generation consoles moving into the gaming retirement home, it's not really a surprise to see these versions get the axe. Which is funny because I think the Elder Scrolls car game is doing the same thing too. I just saw an article on that as well. We never really took off though. Who has the market on that? Is that Hearthstone? Whatever that is? What, Blizzard? Is that is that who has yeah, the market on the card game thing? I don't know. I just remember Dragons in the Sky. That's more than I know. About. I think the a card game is just really hard to maintain. You probably you pretty much have to have a whole team just for that. Yeah, and CD Projekt Red is super busy with uh, <laughs> yeah CD uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. So they have Cyberpunk, and they also run the GOG service. So it mm -hmm. just makes sense to send that over there. Yep. And apparently, the iOS and Android versions are going to be that. Uh, that's obviously going to be their best sellers and their highest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, they're, they're playing their cards where they're supposed to. Good job. You like Did that? you intend to do that? No, I didn't. I just walked into <laughs> yeah, it, and then yeah. I realized what was happening. See you all next yeah. week. Yep. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. I'm here. Ah, I'm out of here. All right, Cesar, you want to take this next one from Destructoid as well? Thank okay. you, Destructoid, for the news. Uh, Destructoid is going over the Sony PlayStation Awards <laughs> 2019 winners. This was uh, done in Japan. This is a yearly thing they do every year where they give out was it platinum, gold, and silver type yeah, trophies based cool off on there? Mm -hmm. So, um, with nothing quite hit the insanity of last year where Capcom's Monster Hunter World went quadruple platinum. Um, These are sales based, it looks like. So, yeah, you're that right is correct. About that. Um, so, they break it down into all figures include digital downloads. This is the 2019 PlayStation Award winners. The platinum prize uh, games that shipped more than 1 million units in Japan or Asia God of War, Kingdom Hearts 3. Marvel's Super Spider-Man, almost said Superman. Marvel's World. Super Spider-Man. Uh, Near Automata uh, in Red Dead Redemption Dos. Was Near a late port over there, or does it just is just had legs like that? I think it just had legs because like it came that. out here in 2017. Good for them. Yeah. Gold prize games that have shipped more than half a million units in Japan slash Asia. Ace Combat Seven, Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Devil May Cry Five, FIFA Nineteen, FIFA Twenty, Double Dose. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, Resident Evil Dose, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. That's interesting that not only FIFA is in there, but FIFA and uh, PES. So there's a market for two soccer games. PlayStation Network Awards, the top three best-selling games on the PlayStation Network from October 1st, 2018 to September 30th, 2019. And that's FIFA 19, Fortnite, Okay, and then Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I'm glad I'm not the only one that was confused by sales okay, for Fortnite. Okay, so I would be kind of upset if I got bumped off that top three from Fortnite, which is a free game. Are we going to assume this is I'm going to put Fortnite add-ons? Battle Pass after that, just so for sanity. Oh, I think yes. they do have like a $10 version that, that gives you stuff. I mean, obviously it's the Game Plus stuff. Okay, so on that argument, can you also buy... We know FIFA 19, you can do like Ultimate Team stuff. Is there add-ons that you can buy with Monster Hunter Iceborne? Mm. Well, Monster Iceborne can be an add-on to World if you so. That's how we're taking the main games yeah. until, you we, can, saw, until you... we saw Fortnite on there. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. They, I'm sure they have some sort of metric they measure it by, but because you can buy Iceborne by itself, or you could buy it as an add-on. 
So. All right, fuck this story now. I'm upset. <laughs> fuck so, <laughs> beside this weird, weird, weird one right there. So, the, the PlayStation VR Award, and I'm not going to go into details. It's all from last year. Ace Combat 7, Astro Bot, Rescue Mission, and then Beat Saber. Three good titles. Uh, Indie Games and Game Developers Award was uh, Hardcore Mecha, Hollow Knight, Human Fall Flat, Overcooked 2, Unravel 2. All good titles. All two spelled differently. All right, the next one, the winner of them all, PlayStation 25th Anniversary Special Award. Yes. This is the good stuff. The game to end all games. Battle Arena until she didn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, put that the, we'll put that in the Fortnite category. Um, Dynasty Warriors 3, Final Fantasy 7, Metal Gear Solid, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Resident that, Evil. That's your PSP game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ridge Racer and Yakuza. All right. all right, so these are all monumental titles. There's no argument about that. Battle Arena to Shinden. Was that just an early PS1 3D showcase? That oh, God. Just... I, I still remember reading an article where the developers were like, games won't look any better than this 3D-wise. Wow. Battle Arena to Shinden. That's what they originally thought. Who made that? Uh, play more because it came out on virtual. Uh, virtual almost, almost said Virtual Fighter. Came out on Saturn too, right? Mm-hmm. But the the port for PlayStation supposedly looked like way better. Like that was something they were comparing early on. Mm-hmm. They were comparing polygons. I just don't. I don't. How do you put Battle Arena to Shinden in there and you don't have like a Tekken or something? Tekken helped drive PlayStation. Like I, I would mean, say even more so than Battle Arena to Shinden. I don't know. Maybe they moved Gamebusters over there. You got to remember. Have. I mean, I think a lot of these are just based off of highlights oh, yeah. of the series. It was published maybe. by Sony in America. Was it? So it was officially first party. I thought it came out on Saturn. What am I thinking of? Again, I'm sure they have some sort of metric that they're, yeah. you know. No, it came on Saturn also. Yeah, It came on PlayStation Saturn and MS-DOS. Who published the Saturn one? So Takara was the one who did in Japan and PS1, which was the developer. Are they still around? They're not. Uh, Thomas Tamsoft is. Excuse me. Uh, S- Sony in, did it for America and Europe. Uh, Sega did it for Saturn. Okay. So. So they just picked up the licensing deal. They're on their own for their platform. And Takara is still around. This Takara told me. I just don't know if they do games anymore. Very cool. Let's finish up with the 25th anniversary Users Choice Award. The top five titles, previous PlayStation Award winners, as voted by Japan and Asian users. Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, Nier Automata, and Persona 5. These are all great games on all Good accounts. Good <laughs> That image at the bottom. That image of games we'll never get sequels to. Uh, Ape Escape and what is that other thing? It looks like the Pocket Station cat. Oh, fuck. It I... was, it's a PlayStation. It, it was the original mascot. Yeah. Um, I forgot what they are. What their name was because they, they actually had the actual Stomach. they actually Somebody. had actual games in Japan we just yeah, never got them here we didn't it looks like an Animal Crossing character cool actually there was a PS3 game I think I downloaded from Japan mm-hmm. it was a free game with those jokers in there pretty sure they're also in uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale I think so to- Tokoro yeah. is that right something like that I don't know we'll figure it out mm-hmm. uh, Michael close us out with the Nintendo Switch US sales gangbusters gangbusters from Jill's sister Rebecca yep Rebecca <laughs> Valentine she 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 escaped the uh, the she was off somewhere else mm-hmm. <laughs> she's on vacation exactly. she's got the superior Rebecca spelling name too yep she does Rebecca yep. with a K and an A-H at the end Rebecca yep she needs a U-H anyway this is from Game Industry 
She's got gonna find this, it somewhere and blip the Exactly. Who, who are these guys? These clowns. So, uh, Nintendo Switch. This is uh, the article practically verbatim, but uh, just saw its biggest single uh, week of sales in the U.S. over the Thanksgiving, uh, which selling 830,000 units. That's uh, crazy. That beats its uh, launch, if I'm not mistaken. So, right? No. numbers, man. I don't mean to interrupt uh, Michael, but what's crazy is that there wasn't too many Switch lights on sale. And then there was the butthole version of the original switch so it was just yeah. just a uh, asterisk i just want well, none that. of these none of these were on sale yeah. at all really. no. i mean they had the pack in with the butthole version the butthole version plus the mario kart 8 yeah that bundle that, that is, is literally their exact bundle from last year yeah. at 2.99 yeah at 2.99 so uh, sorry, that brings the continue. u.s sales up to 17.5 million so crazy that's that's pretty heavy so. globally the switch has sold over 41 million units uh, I know a coworker who has two children and bought two consoles, mm-hmm. but I directed him to the separate Walmart SKUs that have the better battery model. Yeah. Since yeah. they're going ahead and jumping in with this one, they got a, I think it was the new model, a carrying case in Minecraft for like 280 or something like Not that. Not bad. Was it? Yeah. Not bad So these kids are going to be happy. Okay. This is a guy, I can't remember if y'all remember last year, but I, I, I got that PS4 Spider-Man bundle mm. and he had like gotten one at Walmart, just whatever the regular SKU was. And Spider-Man separately. And I was like, no, dude, I got the whole bundle. Because I ended up not needing one. Yeah. So. We do some gaming, wheeling, and dealing back and forth. Sometimes. Sometimes we'd be doing stuff like that. So. Interesting part, at the end of this article, they catch up on some of the sales of software. So, Pokemon Sword and Shield have sold a combined total of 3 million units. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is up to 8.5. 3 million? I thought it was like 6 million we talked about last week, right? It might be here. This is in America. Yeah, US only. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe in America is 8.5 million. Smash Brothers is up to 8. Mario Odyssey, 6.5. And New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, 1.5. I can't believe that Mario... Well, I guess it's Mario in the title. That's all it needs, right? That Mario U is just like... That blows my mind. Oh, a 3D world, bitches. Me too. Cowards. So, so what's interesting, I think we remember this from like the Wii generation, the 3D, the 3DS generation, all that stuff. They have always Nintendo has always said that the 2D Mario's didn't sold better than the 3D Mario's, and that's why they stuck with that new series for yeah. so long. Here you literally have, and even though it had what probably 18 months over the other one, you have Mario Odyssey at 6.5, a 3D title, and you have New Super Mario Brothers U, a 2D title, at 1.5. So it's a pretty good difference between that, mm. maybe. Maybe we do see that 3D world port before too long. I hope so, man. That was a fantastic game. Well, I think you know, I think it's coming. I mean, whatever's left on that Wii U should be, unless there's a licensing issue with some music or something. I imagine most stuff. I mean, they own all be... of it, so I don't, you know. Really That's it. true. They're bringing Fire Emblem over. They could just they could change it if if it is. That's the last stalwart, right? Didn't we discuss this? That's it. Devil's Third, man. Not Devil's. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Also, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Mario 3D World. Pikmin. Metroid Prime Trilogy. Pikmin, yeah. Pikmin, yeah, yeah. Pikmin Trilogy. You can't forget the trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy lives. What's left after that? And other than uh, the Zelda? Let's see. I got my list The Wind Wakers. And Twilight Princesses. Those were ports of the princesses. <laughs> <laughs> there were plural princesses. I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. I, I could I could do with both of those. Game and Wario stuck on that system, but you can't do that on Wii U, which is fine. Rainbow Curse you could technically do on the Switch. Uh, amazing Spider-Man too. Fucking can when you get the Brain Age stylus. Yeah, we are getting Brain Age. There's a Brain Age. Well, that wasn't confirmed for the West. Still, That's what I'm right? saying. Kirby, you Europe can do, is. Kirby, you can do Game so and Wario is the only one I think, and Nintendo Land you can't do those on Switch. Yeah, 
I've been craving some Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land is, is super fun. My Nintendo Land still sealed. Paper Mario Color Splash. Mm, that what one's about good. that one? Hey, every time we go over this list, they end up announcing one right after that. So hey, so we should go forward. over it every week. What about Tank, Tank, Tank? We need Tank, Tank. I heard that was surprisingly fun. It's fun multiplayer. Okay. It's not fun by yourself at all. I got on this long search of trying to find out oh, what PS3 servers were still online. Yoshi's Woolly World. <laughs> no? Yeah. Was that 3DS version? Hmm. Not good. Well, that's fine. It's just like that game is is a, a, a big part of that game is the visuals. So the visuals have to show up, yeah. hold up, and they don't on the 3DS version. All right, so there should be one more Nintendo Direct by the end of the year because we're due. Yeah, we've got. It's not the news because we're going to end up talking about what they announced. Yeah, they just next week. In the Game Awards. They might be a lot. Nintendo always has a heavy presence at the Game Awards. I'm sure it's going to be the fifth fighter. Yeah, I'm almost positive. There's going to be too. some Smash stuff. Yeah. So Game Awards is this next Thursday. Um, is it late? Is it late again? Did I'm sure. Decide? I took the next day off just in case. Though. Oh, fuck. Because I have a feeling it's going to run at like 1 in the morning. And if I have to get up at like 4, I'm just like, no, nah, it's not happening. So. Oh, I'm working from home the next day. I am good. I'm good to go. If y'all want to come watch here, you're more than welcome to. No, I'm going to be That's in. That's fine. That's fine. You're going Thank, somewhere. Let me, I'm sorry. Thank you for the offer. That's yes. I should have said. Appreciated. No, oh, much, much better. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. I I will not be able to attend. I ain't coming over here. I don't give a shit. No, I just got to be I'll watch it on my TV. Exactly. Why would I want to come here when I can go there? Just a community thing. It's fine. Yeah, I feel it's you. Cool. You guys, Cesar backed it down. He took the high road. No, that's what I should have said. I mean, you know me. I'm My ass is in the gym at 345. This is true. Mm-hmm. So it's Game Awards Thursday, and they just announced Sony's going to have a state of play on Tuesday. Do you remember the time for the state of play? Fucking 6 like 6 a.m., yeah. 6 a.m. Pacific, so it will be three a, 9 a.m. for us. Okay, I'm down with that. Almost, yeah, almost okay, reversed. 9 a.m. I'll be able to stream that and watch breakfast. No, they got they got fucked over in Pacific. We finally need to get fucked <laughs> You going to watch breakfast? I'm going to eat breakfast and watch the thing. That's <laughs> so you're going to stream that and watch breakfast. No, I'm going to watch breakfast. Yeah, should be 9 a.m. for us. Goddamn yeah. time zone. 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah. We're yeah. good. 9, nine yeah. o'clock. Yep. They got fucked over. Again. <laughs> they usually get the benefit. They can get well, up they at get 6. Game that's awards. fine. Yeah, they get game awards at 6. That's fine. They can get up at 6. It's, it's cool. Like they... All right, you all ready to hit on the games played? Yeah, let's do it. Now that we're 57 minutes in, I will start us again. I have not played that much, even though I can't put this timestamp in. Um... I hooked up a new TV this past week. I have a Panasonic Viera 720p plasma, 50 inch. Good job. So I popped that in. It's not a 51 inch. It's a 49.5 inch. So they classify that as a 50 inch. Because I know Panasonic traditionally is really weird about, like, they don't make 55s, they make 54s, 58s. That's what this is. That's what this is. It's all all, really weird. It's 54.9. So I told you guys the story of trying to take the feet off and all the crazy shit that goes on with this. Yep. So I get it. Uh, It's a plasma. Glass green. Heavy. Heavy as hell. I didn't know what condition it would be in, so I fired up. I've got one downstairs, actually, in the bedroom. So I bring the remote up. It didn't have a remote. I bring the remote up, and I run the pixel orbiter and the little sweeper thing to kind of... Dude, there's no burn-in on this TV. Good. As plasmas have a problem with that. They do. And especially, like, I've noticed it on mine, if it sits on that, that Xbox main menu, it will, it's not permanent. It's yeah. a It's a slight image retention mm-hmm. where I'll see it in the background, and uh, I have to make sure that pixel orbiter and everything's on there. But uh, this thing's clean, man. I want to I show it to y'all here in a little while. Because, okay. like, PS3 era games, which is what I was trying out on it, are incredible. It looks unbelievable. 
I was very impressed. But uh, one of the other things I popped in was Jack and Daxter for PS3. I played a little bit more of that. I got a couple more power cells. Not not much to add as far as that goes. Okay. But I was playing. It's one of those that I'm playing on like three different consoles for some reason. But I knew how it looked, so that's one I wanted to pop in yeah, and kind of yeah. do. I had looked online, and you know, all these forums for this TV are like ten years old. So it's trying to find settings, calibration settings that people came up with like ten years ago. Um, before I ended up messing up, messing around with the plasma, and <laughs> you I messed it up, messing up the plasma. So I sent you and uh, Cesar pictures of this. I had a couple of CRTs in there hooked up to the component distribution amp, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to leave in there. And you see the two that didn't make the cut. They were good. They had their own benefit, and I'm still a believer in there's no such thing as a perfect TV. But uh, the Sony's still in there, the Vega that you and I put in there. But I popped in Snake Eater and played the introduction. Well, my daughters were up here helping me out with it. Of course. We played through the introduction, and uh, my oldest, she's... I'm surprised they weren't bored to tears at the beginning of that. All right, so here, (laughs) that's what I'm getting to. Because that's such a fucking slow burn. I I skipped all the way through the first, like... The opening, right? So yes. Snake's diving in, and they're both up here. And so far, I've, I've documented on this podcast, but their gaming experience is Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, and they love Super Mario 3D World. No, 3D Land. It is 3D Land on 3DS. Yes. They love both of those games. Yeah. So she drops in with Snake Eater. She's crawling around, and it's the... I can't remember what... Was it Subsistence? It is subsistence. Subsistence, you can move the camera. I think. You can move the camera. Yeah. So that's the key part. So she's moving the camera around. She's pretty used to the 3D camera as far as, I guess, on Mario World. She's, she's used to moving it. No, there's no camera on there. She was innately using the camera and following it over shoulder and everything. It was mm, kind of impressive. It's better than Nelly does. But, uh... <laughs> it's so frustrating watching her play Kingdom Hearts. So when you first land and when you land in... We're discussing Snake Eater for... Yeah. Solkov. The yeah. PlayStation 2. Yeah, Solkov. And uh, my oldest daughter's playing this. I remember the action <laughs> button comment. Yep. The action button. Yep. So she sees the bag, like the tree where her bag is at, and I'm like, you know, you got to run around there and get to the, you got to get up the tree, all that kind of stuff. And the colonel's like coaching you along mm-hmm. over the codec, and he says, use the action button to climb the tree to retrieve your gear. So she's trying and trying. She's like, Dad, what's the action button? Like, I don't know. I haven't played this in years. But it's kind of funny. So she, we figure it out. It's triangle. If anybody's playing, it's Snake always Eater. a weird button. It it's is. never the one you would think it would be. And Metal Gear Solid Three. I want to note. It's like remember the whole cross X uh, drama with the PlayStation symbols a couple mm-hmm. months ago. And in Japan, X is cancel and circle is it's confirm. confirm. Yeah. So like Final Fantasy Seven, Metal Gear Solid on PS One. That's how it works. Like they didn't change that over. That is the same way on Metal Gear Solid 3. Mm-hmm. Circle is confirmed, X is canceled. So it took me a minute to get... Every time I wanted to get through a menu, I kept going backwards. It's that way on Japanese PlayStation 4 is like uh, on the menus. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Those are flipped. Yeah, they stuck with that. So right. it's up to people who port them over here, I guess, or translate mm-hmm. them or whatever to flip that over. So uh, she gets her bag and she's going through it. So as soon as you get your bag, Snake, you know, he puts it on, he drops down, and it goes into a Kodak conversation. And I was in the middle of doing something. I was tinkering with something and they... The Colonel and Snake are going back and forth, and my daughter's just watching this Kodak conversation, I'm right? surprised they're just not snoozing at this point. Well, it's like five <laughs> minutes in, she goes, uh, Dad, this is boring. They're just talking to each other. I was waiting on something like that. That's all. That's Get used to it, kid. That's most so of this two, game. I was like, this is Metal Gear for you. She's like, can we go, can we go back to Jack and Daxter? Because she played some Jack yeah. and Daxter. She we go likes- back to a game. She uh, she ended up collecting enough of things in Jack and Daxter to get one of the power cells. 
Okay. And you know how it like zooms out and you see Jack holding the uh, the power cell up, and then Dexter always does. He's something always different. doing a break dance. He does or this something. crazy dance or something. They went crazy when he did that. Yeah. They love seeing that Otzel flip around. Yes. But those are your two Metal Gear Solid three uh, box art quotes from my kids. Dad, where's the action button? <laughs> well, or what's the action button? And uh, this is boring. They are talking too much. <laughs> she did not like the Kodak conversation. Yeah. She yeah. was good at crawling around and stuff. She's like, why is he on his tummy? She'll she'll hate four. Let's put it that way. It's like nonstop, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty good though. Um, I, I knew they were gonna. I knew they weren't gonna keep going with that. Like, no. like you can only even even skipping through that beginning part where you're talking to what's his face on the plane. It's like even skipping that's the it. Part I skipped. Even skipping that that mm. takes forever just to skip it because there's it only skips bits of it at a time. I think right. Yeah. Yeah, it skips a little bit, and then it loads, and then you go more. into another codec. Yeah, yeah, when you play Metal Gear Solid game, you gotta you gotta be there for the long haul. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta be prepared. Yeah, agreed. You can't just sit there like I got fifteen minutes. Let me. Uh... No. And I I had forgotten about that until playing Death Stranding, and he wants to like over explain stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you still get those codec calls where it's like, hey, I'm trying to get past chapter two. It's what's a sense me. of justice? He's almost like the Tom that. Clancy of of the video game. Well, Tom Clancy is you know he doesn't make his own video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Though? Where he's just like. If you ever read like a Tom Clancy book written by Tom Clancy, yeah. he overexplains the shit out of everything. Big time. And it's just like, do I really need to know how this works? That's I why every really single don't. paperback is like fucking eight inches thick. So yeah. If you, if you cut out all the unnecessary exposition on how a missile works, that book would be half as thick as it is. So what's funny is uh, I always make uh, American Data references. Mm-hmm. They do a reference for uh, Tom Clancy where he's, he every night he tries to read a... Uh, Hunt for Red October, and he can't get past the first paragraph because it travels on and on. And he just passes out. It's like he said, after five years, I'm going to finally read this book, and he just starts reading the first paragraph. And da, 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 it's like, that's honest, <laughs> honestly Red October. That's about as far as I can. Yeah. It's so it's like me with a straight in the weeds. Pokemon Sun. Is it bad? Is it got a slow it's just, start like it's that? It's just so handholdy at the beginning. I'm uh, like, it took me like two weeks to get through like the first hour of the game. Yeah. Um, I also played some Halo 4. Uh, Cesar and I beat the campaign last week, last week yeah. and that inspired friend of the show, Russell, to also pick up the campaign and All start right. playing through. So he saw me on Xbox and sent me an invite, and I played towards the end, like with the didact. Remember the ship level where we had to land on these separate things and take them out? But they put you in the pilot seat, and they put me in the gunner seat, and I could never see oh, God. the things you were shooting at. Then, then, then on something like, keep turning left. I'm like, God damn it, I can't shoot anything if I keep turning left for you to shoot things. I was like, let me just sit in the, the bitch seat. Yeah, and, so, uh, well, I'm talking to Cesar. I'm like, you know, see if you can turn left and line yours up a little bit more to the right, and that'll bring mine way over. The way they designed those whole missions is where whoever the second or third player is, yeah. like if you're playing multiplayer, they're just fucked. They're just there. Maybe on a harder difficulty, there's more ships or something. I don't know. Because Russell's playing on heroic. Russell's playing on a harder difficulty, and we still, it was the same bullshit. I also, just, fuck that game. Playing another level of that after having beaten it, I don't want to go back to that game. That no, was I, not a good, I'm sorry, that was not a good game. I just remember you blocking me with the Banshee, and I fell off the, the bridge, and I just didn't want to play anymore. It's like I had to climb all the way back <laughs> up there again. I was like, just keep going to the checkpoint loads. I was like, I, I'm done. I left, it was close to that point, <laughs> but I left Russell at the, he's headed to the didact. It's that last little, like, QTE boss fight or whatever yeah i'm glad someone else agrees with me that halo 4 is not that was not, not a, good a good game, game. and people like four over five so me and Cesar are about to start five and i'm like oh i like God. five over four but not exponentially it really honestly as much as people don't like spartan lock he kind of i don't say save the game he didn't he has a personality though i want to identify with something i think the people in five like the characters are a little bit more interesting 
So. Four was all about setting up. The game spoilers. is not well paced, though. Spoilers: killing Cortana or her sacrificing herself. Like oh, you her. punch a warhead at the end of it, and then you just end up like, "What the fuck happened?" And then you see a bunch of scenes where yeah, shit happening. Yeah, I'm not happy with that game. I don't know what I don't know what we expected going into it, and we were we didn't have high expectations. Well, it's so over we now. Disappointed. You so. got it. You got it. You check it off your list. We all played through Bungie's trilogy this year, and now reaches out I on did. Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. Well, the two of us and Russell. Yeah, I got you. But com- being able to easily compare those campaigns, it just it's not even close, man. But you'll be you'll be happy with with Reach, though. I mean, I know you've played Reach before. It sounds like we'll be happier with Five, which I'm excited about. And you'll be Reach happier be with happier, Five, not happy. From from that's just my opinion. I like right. Five more. Okay, but I still don't. I still think it's a weaker Halo. Gotcha. So uh, that is it for my games played, gentlemen. Right. Yeah, I'll do mine. Mine's random shit. Mine short. Random yeah. bullshit. End of year stuff. End of year bullshit. Um, I'm still dabbling back and forth in Trails of Cold Steel Two. Yeah. I'm still fucking around in the epilogue. Uh, the final dungeon. Oh, wait. Uh, you have to play as, uh, what's Switch. his name? The two people? No, that's the. Um, the. Disfortis. The whatever. Disfortiment or whatever they call it. I can't say that word. Is it an epilogue story like Michael said? Mm-hmm. DLC? No, it's like a. It's a, it's a particular word they have for it. Because it, it doesn't pertain to the game. It's the. If you play the the Crossbell games, those are the main characters. That's right. It takes games. it takes takes place um, in Crossbell, yeah. What so, was the game that just got announced for Switch in that series? That was Trials of Cold Steel Three, which yeah. I I haven't started, so uh, good. I'm getting for Switch. You're gonna go with that version? Yeah. Have the portable. Even one? though I have it on PS4, I'll buy it again on Switch and cool. play that version. I've already purchased the Collector's Edition for Switch. Cool. Yeah, I'm I know excited. that's one of y'all's franchises. I'm excited. So I was like, yeah, I'll probably play it on PS4, but I I'll throw money at it. That's fine. Um, no, this the those are the characters from uh, Crossbell. Hold on, I'm sorry, I hate doing this live. I'm trying to get the name of that. The epilogue story. So it's not an epilogue because epilogue is where I'm at now. This one is called the uh, divertisement. D i v e r t i s s e e n t. Divertisement. Divertisement. I'll take it. Um. So essentially, it's kind of like a small little side story. That leads up into that epilogue, which is the final part of the game. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like it never ends. Michael, you played a game like so, this that seemed like it never Div- was going to end. Divertisement is a I mean, now. I beat this game, yeah. It's a uh, minor entertainment or diversion. That's what it stands for. <laughs> okay. It's used in early 18th century, denoting a sh- uh, short ballet. Divertisement. Yep. Divertisement. Divertisement. Yep. We'll got th- we got there. English, uh, this whole time. English 101 here, folks. So, yeah, I'm in the epilogue now, which is just the final area, which is the end of the school year. And I've been going back and forth on that and kind of just uh, replaying Control, uh, going back and getting collectibles. Mm. Uh, I haven't really touched anything new. I had Hero Land come in, which I want to play. That's from the Mother 3 developers. Um, that was the next game they made after they finished like Mother 3. a surprise launch and everything, right? Um... It's made by the Furuyu team who did the, like, Crystar and Alliance Alive, and they do a bunch of random RPGs. I know Crystar is going to come up on your, your games of the year list. You seem to really enjoy I that one. I still need to go back and get the 75 different endings on there, but I... Of course. One must. Yeah. Naturally. Chrono Trigger style. Um, for the love of God, please don't look this game up. The only new game I played this week is Nico Miko on Switch. Just don't look it up. Moving along. 
because I don't need you bitching at me about this is a porno game. Because you keep looking up the Steam version, I played it on Switch without the porno scenes. So um, I got the edited one. It's okay. It's better. Yeah, I kind of deal with the bullshit. I just want the story. I don't need all the fluff. Um, all right. I'll accept that. Yeah, that's the way I roll. Otherwise, I would be playing the sex version on Steam. All right, so <laughs> uh, outside of that, that's just uh, another visual novel. I maybe got an hour or two in that one where it's a guy's like down on his luck and he runs into this shrine that are run by cat girls, which is weird, but it's similar to a. Careful. Well, what, the reason why it's interesting to me is because it's similar to an anime I'm watching right now called Noragami, which is uh, about different gods in Japan. And there's a god there called Yato, and he's trying to get followers to follow and worship him. And he doesn't have any, so he's crashing at the shrine of the god of learning. Hmm. And he doesn't have a, any followers. And apparently they fight with these weapons called Regalias, which are spirits from the far shore uh, that are dead, but they haven't crossed over yet. So Sounds good. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It all started out with this girl who saw him cry, trying to find this cat. So he's like, a, he's he's a delivery god. That's what he calls him. So he's like, call me if you need help, and I'll just help you for five yen. Uh, and so he's trying to find this cat, and this bus almost hits him. And this girl sees him and tries to save him. He already, and she gets hit by the bus, and her soul is knocked out of her body. Oh like, shit! He's like, I'm a god. I, you didn't need to do that. And so I think uh, now her, she's having an issue where her soul just randomly falls out of her body in different places so she's like she'll randomly have his cat tail and she's like oh she dropped her body somewhere and she don't know where it is at that's a good premise yeah so the, the last episode i saw was pretty good on there where somebody had called him and they were about to commit suicide and he popped in there and he hit the guy off the building so he actually pushed them off on accident so oh. they're they're just falling and they're having this conversation about what went wrong in his life and they're just like it, it, I, I like his regalia is like nobody's noticed we're just gonna just sit here and keep falling you just don't want to save him it's like no nah, no nah, we gotta find out what's happened so oh. that's it but yeah He's a delivery person. Yeah. So it's a strand enemy? Yeah, you can say that. Okay. Yeah, he's just uh, going around and doing a spray tag and his phone number all over things. Call me Yato, the delivery god. I'll solve your problems for 5 yen. I'm still uh, working my way through Demon Slayer. That is amazing, by the way. How far did you get? Episode 8. I just wrapped up the bit with the... They could go under the ground, those two demons. I was almost oh. in tears for the demons. They have backstories. I told you. He's kind. Like, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I told you. It's not that's not like I've seen before. Like Oh my god. They give they give Tanjiro hell Dude, when I he I couldn't believe it. They give Tanjiro hell when he shows kindness to demons. They're like, they're demons, you shouldn't show them kindness. And he but he always like he can sense No, the one that the was trying to kill him. The one that yeah. was trying to kill him with the Timari. Yeah. She just wanted the Timari at the very end of it. She mm-hmm. wanted the ball back. Like, I wanna play. I was like, oh my god. Because there was just <laughs> you know, like they, this was a person too. Because they were showing what happened to him when they were yeah. you know, when they were turned to demons. Yeah. Like the other one was like, remember he killed his brother and he's like, Oh, he didn't know what was happening to him and then he's like he told guys like just forgive him and hopefully he just comes back someplace where he's not a demon. Yep. And he just he just ends up showing up with let, his brother and he'd be reborn somewhere. Yeah. I was like it's yeah. fucking deep, man. You get on some Demon Slayer. It's fucking great. So, like, there, there's some other demons. I've been de- telling everybody at work, watch there, Demon Slayer. There's some other demons when you get in, like, 16 and 17, like, uh, up in there. Like, I yeah. was legit almost in tears, like, <sighs> when they're showing, like, their backstories and stuff like that. So good. And they're, I just. There's no bullshit. It's all. Every, every can, minute counts. Well, everything on there, yeah. And everything is, it, like, exponentially gets better it and builds better on and better itself. and better. It, it doesn't slow down. Yeah, and it's, it's not like, losing its scope. It's yeah. still the main core It's not like Bleach where you mission. lose after 17 episodes. Yep. Like, it changes it up. Yeah, we're going to Soul Society and starting to do all this bullshit. All yeah. right, we almost made this an anime corner. Did you go with your games? <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason I'm, well, because Nico Miko I only brought it up because of the Noragami, which, that's the reason why I'm digging it. Like, it's similar. Oh. 
Yeah, it's basically that's why. Please don't look it up in Steam. That's all I need you. And he's like, it's in my browser. I uh, see so you didn't put it in your games played, so yeah. I won't even type it up nope. in the notes. I made sure I didn't want to get hell for that it. That works. Time. That works. Yep. <laughs> Play it safe, Michael. Games played. Uh, yeah. Ooh, you tried out the reaches. Yeah, I've actually. I'm on mission four or five. You're playing the campaign. Yeah, Lone yeah. Wolf. Of course. Of course. You are the Lone Wolf. That's How does it I, look? It looks damn good. <laughs> it looks actually hella impressive. The only thing. It's a little off, and it's just a factor at the time. Is like when they take their helmets off, and you know, like people's hair, mm -hmm. and like they look very clay almost. Oh, like Halo Three ODST, yeah, where like it's just weird like, claymation. Mm, yeah, it's, it's kind of naked remember, Philly. Remember how weird he moved yeah. in ODST? Yeah. I will <laughs> say, uh, I gotta find Dare. Dare. <laughs> Everything's weird, really weird. Uh, but you know, ninety percent of the time they have their helmets on anyway, yeah. and it looks incredible. And it runs incredible for the most part. There are some uh, hiccups I've kind of run into, but it's not game breaking by any means. Yeah. So yeah, looks run looks good, runs good. I forgot how fun that mission is where you have the uh, where you start off with the sniper rifles and it's like night and you're in the hills. I, I, the context is lost to me. I'm we've not done that one. Yeah. Really? So you've not played all the way through Reach? No, no. That's like my favorite Halo game. We so kept constantly dying at some part when we played with uh, Dale. Also, that's like Mission 3, so... Okay. So we, four or five years ago, we beat... We land... Did we land those Xboxes mm -hmm. together? We land 360s together and played through Gears 2 and 3 with friend of the show, Dale. Gotcha. Then we wrapped up 3 like early in the night or something like that. I and I had... Because I fell asleep when I was, we were doing that online. That was the online. We yeah. were all here. So, um... I had three copies of Reach, and we just popped it in. We started the campaign and played for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. We were like, this is pretty good. Reach is, like I say, is my favorite Halo game. I that and ODST are definitely my favorites. ODST is good. I think you literally said, this is going to come to Master Chief Collection. We should just wait on yeah. it. Yeah. And now it, now it has. Yep. Now it's, uh, it's good shit, though. Like uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. Um, I think they need to work on the, the stability sometimes, like when mm -hmm. she starts popping off like... Going crazy, uh, you do see some frame rate drags a little bit, but it's not too bad. I want to go back and play ODST with a different context. I and, think. of course, you have... Uh, Clean Slate. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried it, but this game also was like... ODST had it, and this one had it, too. It was like, have, uh, I think it was called Firefight. It was pretty much Horde The mode. Horde mode, yeah. It's so good in this one. Okay. So, so, so Let so me know if you want to try it out. I'd be willing to give it a go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this is not a long game. I probably could finish it. I haven't had a lot of time to play games because of the... The cat. The new cat. Yeah, so. How's it going with the cat? He's all right. He, get, he just requires a lot of attention, so. He's a kitten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I have to, you know, pick and choose when I can actually play games and play with him instead, so. Does he seem like he's going to be a lap cat yet? Like, does he no, jump up he and curl into, up? he's into everything cat right he's now. He's just so. crazy? Yeah. He needs to calm the hell down, like. <laughs> kitten, so, man. Sounds like a cat. Yeah. 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 He'll, he'll, I know he'll get better when he. It's a little bit older, so. Maybe it's like uh, the fuck you all phase. Like, let me do my shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne, I'd pick that up on sure. Black Friday. Okay. Uh, the, I picked it up on Xbox One because I had a friend that was playing on Xbox One. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is a multiplayer-centric game. I was playing it on PlayStation initially, so uh, honestly, I'm just kind of retreading a lot of stuff I'd already done on PlayStation. But with the hindsight now that I know... Like, I would get my ass well repeatedly on PlayStation because I'd go into a monster and not really know his quirks. Right. This time I'm going through and I am just wrecking house, like, no problem. Because I know what to expect. Um, that's pretty much been about it Took your me. experience from, uh... From the PlayStation version. From the PlayStation version. So, yeah. 
Uh, Did you ever beat that thing that I was watching you play? No, I'm not even. Time? I'm not even close to that on the Xbox okay. version. So uh, I'm just retreading a lot of world. I picked up uh, uh, Saga Scarlet Grace as well, but I haven't played it yet. I saw E4 had a hand in that one. Uh, particularly Graham. Yep. And John Ricciardi. I don't think he did. I saw his name in the credits. Oh, well, then there you go. It was not what I thought it was going to be. It wasn't? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Parrish also helped with that one. Yeah, that I, I know cool. a lot of a lot of them did it, but I, I think it was primarily Graham's project. So um, The game looked interesting to me, though, so I was like, eh, it's on sale right now. Let's get it. It's helped support the people I listen to. So There you go. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. You, you start out and ask you questions, and there's three main characters, protagonists you can play as, and depending on the questions, they allow you to play which one it is. So the one I chose, I think the one they gave me was a female character. I forgot her name, and there's like a, some kind of war going on. Uh, and they leave her in charge of the state, and then you have to travel around the countryside and check on your um, townspeople. Is and that the character you picked, Michael? I didn't like. I, said, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to play. I know there are there. Are there's games that I want to play, but it's like, I need to finish Pokemon. I want to finish Halo. I picked up, uh, what was it, AI, the Selenium files. What is that? I keep seeing that on cheap-ass gamer and from stuff. From the guy who did the... The Nonary games. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I like those. A uh, buddy recommended me that, so I was like, oh, cool. I'll get it. And then, so like, I don't even want to start that or Saga until I finish. I, I got to finish something. Yeah. Aim into that. I'm in the same boat. Got to finish something first, so. Hour and 20 minutes in. Y'all ready to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Surprisingly, with all that news, there was a lot of news. It we was. didn't play a lot of games. No. That's usually where our offsets at. True. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram under No Podcast. Just search, you'll find us. Let us know what you think of the Metroid Twenty Twenty <laughs> platform campaign, or if you want to do Metal Gear Twenty Twenty. Which I, I want. I want to hear the Metal Gear Twenty Twenty. I just I printed out that list. I forgot to bring it in. But I'll, do, I, I'll do whatever. I mean, was it all right? Metal Gear Solid Three. Peace Walker. So you're going to do them in chronological order or order of order. release? Chronological order. Metroid yeah, was... Yeah, chronological. Metroid was released because it stories gotcha. Zebes and, and the then Pirates. It, then it's Ground Zero, right? Ground Zero. And then Five. Five. And then the Metal Gear, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear. Metal Gear 2. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2. 2. Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. That's it. That's 9. I think there were 3 that I had left off. Because we didn't, we're not doing any of the assets with the mm-hmm. weird clone of. Oh hell no! I didn't put your Game Boy Color in. game in there that you like. Oh, I love that one, Ghost Babble. Yep. Um, which was also another. It was like a bastardized version of Metal Gear Solid One. Um, so four is the latest one in the series, right? That's the last. That's the last chronological. As far as chronological, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because that one was like in the future. The future. It could be done, but some of those games... Are it's like, been a while since I've Metal played... Metal Gear Solid V is super fucking long. Revengeance. Is Revengeance after... Revengeance could be thrown in there. Is that before or after 4? I don't remember. It's way after 2 from what I, what well, I remember. Well, yeah, it's definitely way after 2. Yeah. It, I can't mm, recall. It's, it, it might be the most recent one. It could be after 4. It could be in between 2 and 4. It's right when he was uh, the ninja, which was... But his, he looks completely different as a ninja in that one than he does in... I think it's, I think it's after 4, but I'm not, I don't quote me. Sure. Metal Gear Lore. Don't know. We could do it. It's just been a I while. Just, I want to make. I honestly want to make series out of something. I want. I want to be able to have a streaming presence of some sort. And I mean, online presence. <laughs> of some sort. I don't mind doing either or. I just know Metroid One is going to be a hard sell for me. We can make it. Hmm? I printed out maps and everything. I have the player official players guide in there. We can go through. We can just pound it out and just do it one time. You just got to get through something. There we go. Let's get through it. Um, you can find this podcast every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify. Stitcher, Google Play Store, 
Obcast. SoundCloud. There we go. We got there. Ta-da. Is that it? We did Instagram. Yep, you Twitter. did that first. Yep. yep. That's it. See, you're all over it today. On the ball. It's the whole pot of coffee I drink by myself. Yeah. Yet somehow you seem tired. I'm not. <laughs> He's wired. I'm very wired. Probably play the hell out of some games tonight. Replace the T with a W. Let's see. I'm going to do Wii Fit. I'm going to do... Ring Fit. Ring. I don't have Ring Fit to play. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll look forward to next week. Smart. Why do you say that like that? Like it's not a bit. Like he's not looking it like forward you to sure, it. Yeah. I switched tenses on there, and then, yeah. then I'm looking at Cesar, and he's looking at me like that's not quite right. <laughs> Something went wrong. I there. was waiting for the spot of the douche. Uh, but thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. There we go. Sure, we will. We got there finally. All right. Bye. Adios. Yeah. <laughs>